It's Bills versus Rams to open up the season, and we're going to go through it here in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. Over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy. And over on the Tiki Talk. remember, we are going to be having a live session on TikTok at RoyDog13 over there. So make sure to give me a follow. Uh, we have the Buffalo Bills at the L.A. Rams. For Thursday night football to open up the 2022 season, it should be a pretty good game. We're going to cover it rather quickly. I'm going to try and make this as quick as possible, you know, well within a half an hour, uh, so you can listen to it and kind of make your decisions on your lineups. I'm going to kind of go through and take a look at the lineups, see what we can uh, mess around with uh, for both FanDuel and DraftKings. I do not, you know, even though I put, you know, Yahoo scoring on there. Um, or Yahoo pricing on there. I actually don't do Yahoo pricing because most of them, just for the showdown contest, for whatever reason, they only have like a hundred dollar prize. So, uh, to put five bucks in to try to win a hundred, you know, in total prizes, no, nah, just not going to do it. Uh, so here we go Buffalo at LA Rams. Uh, actually, I should mention this, and I'm going to mention this because I'm going to do another podcast tonight, uh, covering the main slate of games uh the yahoo pricing that you see if you go to the sunday night football if you're looking on the site everything is up on the dailyambush.com website and there's only pricing for yahoo right now uh that's because this year unlike last year where they actually you know followed suit with fanduel and DraftKings. Um, they did not include the sunday night football contest this year it's back so we have to actually go through it uh, for the main slate, that is on Yahoo only. Um, I will be trying to get a spreadsheet out that is just handles the Sunday night football game uh, and the Monday night football game. And then with that, you will have the showdown contest pricing uh, on there. That'll probably come out. I think they usually don't do it until Saturday. I think it actually might not be out until Sunday. Um, but I'll have that out as soon as pot. I humanly possibly can um to you guys so uh buffalo at la rams nonetheless open uh buffalo one point favorite 52 was the over under currently buffalo is now a two and a half point favorite still a 52 over under uh both defenses pretty darn good right so why is the total so high well it's the opening of the season they're trying to you know vegas is trying to bump everything up everybody's going on the overs um, kind of looking at the under in terms of betting. Uh, I think that has been pu- pumped up to two and a half by the general public. Um, I do like Buffalo in this game, but I don't know. Um, it doesn't mean that I'm on the defenses for DFS whatsoever, but 
I don't think this is going to be scoring nearly as high as what everybody thinks. Could be wrong. It's early. Don't usually figure any of these things out right away. But uh, everything that you see in terms of DVO, uh, DVOA defense from footballoutsiders.com, that is from last season, as is the uh, DVP points. Uh, so we have to take everything kind of with a grain of salt and kind of look at um, – these defenses, has there been any changes whatsoever on there? Um, not many changes on L.A. In fact, um, you know, there's no Von Miller on the L.A. Rams. He's actually on the other side. <laughs> and uh, He's on the other side with the Buffalo Bills. So we're going to be taking a look at that. Uh, that does make the Buffalo Bills defense uh, a bit better. Helps them out at least with their linebacking core got a guy who can play defensive end and linebacker so um it's going to make a little bit of a difference now i am looking at the matchups uh through pro football focus's website i have the subscription if you don't um i'll kind of go through it a little bit you do have the wide receiver cornerback matchups and the safety slash linebacker uh tight end matchups so um we're going to be looking at that we're going to be looking at that. Um, remember, those are the primary guys that they're going to line up with. Um, but what is the case is that these guys do generally move uh, back and forth, you know, to different to different slots and stuff. So it's not going to be in totality that one guy is going to be facing the best guy. So just keep that in mind. But here we go. We got Josh Allen. Like I said, we'll just do FanDuel and DraftKings here. Uh FanDuel pricing is always first, DraftKings last. He's 17500 on FanDuel, uh, number one ranked uh, player on the slate. And remember on this, too, for the showdown, rankings are just done in totality of players, right? It is not by, you know, position because, I mean, it's only two teams on there. On DraftKings, he's 12000 He is the number two highest-priced player there. Uh, FanDuel, when you do your lineups, no matter who you put in the MVP spot, the pricing is not going to change. But on DraftKings, the pricing that I give you is just for the flex spots. Uh, if you're going to put one of your guys in the MVP spot, uh, you're going to have to do price and a half. So instead of 12000 you're looking at $18,000 uh, total for the MVP spot. So just keep that in mind. Uh, we have to try and kind of work around that. Uh, pricing if we're going to put the higher price guys in there. So uh, pass defense uh, DVOA for the LA Rams, six in DVOA pass defense, fourth in points allowed to the quarterback position at uh, 15.2, 16.3, and 17.5 across the board. Uh, running backs, we have we have three that we really mainly need to look at, right? Devin Singletary, James Cook, and Zach Moss. We're waiting to see uh, who is active, inactive, see if Zach Moss is even active for this game. Uh, Devin Singletary comes in at 10500 on FanDuel, 7000 over on DK. That's good for 8th and 7th. James Cook, $7,000 on FanDuel, uh, 2800 only on DK. So good for 21st and 24th highest priced players. The LA Rams, fifth in DVOA rush defense last season, 24th versus running back in the passing game, and eighth in points allowed to the RB position in totality, 16.3, 18.8, and 21.7, uh, respectively. 
between standard half point and full point PPR. Wide receivers here, we have Stephon, the three main guys, right? So Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis, and Isaiah McKenzie. We'll see a little bit of Jamison Crowder in here at times out of the slot. Uh, doubt we're going to see much of uh, Khalil Shakir or Jake Kumaro. But Stephon Diggs, 14,000 and 9,000. Good for fourth on both slate, on both uh, sites, my bad. Uh, Gabriel Davis, 11,500 and 7,200. Good for seventh and sixth on the sites. Isaiah McKenzie, 8,500 and 2,400. Good for 15th and 26th. So we got some value on Isaiah McKenzie here uh, for the slate. Jameson Crowder, 7,500 and 5,000. Uh, 19th and 16th. So there is a hell of a value on Isaiah McKenzie. Now he is kind of coming in a little bit banged up, but he was off the injury report, so we should be good there. Uh, the LA Rams, in terms of DVOA defense versus the wide receiver one, they were 16th versus the wide receiver two, 16th, and wide receiver plus, uh, which would be McKenzie, 17th. DVP ranked 21st in points allowed to the wide re- wide receiver position at a whole as a whole. Uh, 23, 30, and 38.4. Jalen Ramsey being the main guy covering Stephon Diggs. Uh, Jalen Ramsey has a slight advantage over Stephon Diggs. Gabriel Davis have, getting primarily covered by David Long Jr. Uh, that is over a 22.5% advantage uh, based on their ratings from last season. And then Isaiah McKenzie against Troy Hill has a 15 to 22.5% uh, uh, advantage there out of the slot. Now we also have Dawson Knox at tight end, ten thousand dollars over on FanDuel, uh, sixty eight hundred over on DK, good for ninth and eighth. The LA Rams were fourth in DVOA versus the tight end and twelfth in points allowed to the tight end position at six point eight, nine point five, and twelve point one. Uh, primary coverage is linebacker Ernest Jones. Uh, which Knox has a between 7.5 and 15 point, uh, percent advantage. Uh, Tyler Bass here, we got to include kickers 9,500 over on FanDuel, 4,000 over on DK, uh, 12th and 20th respectively. The LA Rams were 26 in points allowed per game to the opposing team kicker at 7.88. Buffalo Bills defense comes in at 8,500 and 4,200, good for 15th and 19th. The LA Rams were 13th in points allowed to opposing team defenses at 5.71. Uh, a lot of that came from late in the you know, pretty much the second half of the season when, you know, Stafford was kind of falling apart at, at times where he would toss those pick sixes. He kind of looked like Carson Wentz almost. Um, so that's kind of what was happening there. That's why that point total was kind of a middle of the road uh, for the league here. So now we're going to switch over to the LA Rams side before we kind of go through here. Uh, Matthew Stafford, 15,500 on FanDuel, 10,800 over on DK. Good for third on both sites. The Buffalo Bills were first in pass defense DVOA and first in points allowed to the wider, uh, to the quarterback position, 11.2, 12.4, and 12.7. Uh, now, we have no Tredavious White in this game, so we do have an open uh, open spot at corner where we're going to have a fill-in here. Uh, so that's only going to help Stafford and his wide receivers here. Uh, 
Moving to the running back position, uh, two main guys to kind of take a look at, Cam Akers and uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. Uh, Akers comes in at 12500 and 8000 good for fifth on both sites. Daryl Henderson Jr. comes in at 9000 and 4800 good for 13th and 17th between the two. So he's got a little bit more value on DK. Um, the only problem is we just have don't really have a clue on what's going to happen with this backfield. But... Uh, Buffalo Bills, 11th in rush defense DVOA, 16th versus the running back in the passing game. Uh, points allowed to the RB position, 17th in the league, 17.4, 19.1, and 21.7. Wide receivers, we have one out, and that is Van Jefferson Jr. So that's going to move up Ben Skoranek, uh, maybe a little bit of Tutu Atwell, but Tutu Atwell has been one of the primary return guys. Um, so it's probably going to be more of this uh, <laughs> squirrel neck um, filling in for Jefferson. Probably not a guy that we're really going to want to take a look at, but we'll go through the pricing anyways. Uh, Cooper Cup, highest price receiver on the slate, 16000 on FanDuel, uh, 12400 over on DK. So he is the second highest price guy on FanDuel, f- highest price guy overall on DraftKings. Allen Robinson. The main guy um, on the outside, 12000 over on FanDuel, 6200 over on DK. Uh, Sixth highest priced on FanDuel, ninth highest priced on DK. Uh, pretty good pricing on Allen Robinson for this matchup, at least over on the DK side. Uh, Squirrel Neck, if you want to take a look at him, 6500 on FanDuel, 1800 over on uh, DK. Good for 23rd and 28th. So is there going to be a real good reason to uh, put him in uh, to get some savings on the slate? Uh, That remains to be seen. Moving on to the tight end position, we have Tyler Higbee. 8,000 on FanDuel, 5,600 over on DK. Good for 17th and 15th. Uh, (laughs) We do have to go back to wide receivers. Uh, Goddamn cat. Uh, Annoying the shit out of me. Uh, 13th in DVOA versus the tight end position. Fourth in points allowed to the tight end position, 4.7, 6.2, and 7.9. Uh, main guy covering Higby will be Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, Higby has a sizable advantage against Edmonds. Uh, going back to the wide receiver. So Buffalo is ninth in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. Uh, first in DVOA versus wide receiver two and first versus the wide receiver plus. They are also first in points allowed to the wide receiver position as a whole. 13.7, 19.1, and 25.1. Teron Johnson is going to be the main guy to cover Cooper Cup. Uh, Kier Elam is going to be the main guy covering Allen Robinson. Uh, Both sizable advantages for Cup and Robinson in head-to-head. Dane Jackson is going to be the fill-in for Skoranek against Skoranek. Uh, for Tredavious White, uh, there is a 75 to 15% advantage here for uh, Skoranek. But I would expect to see Cooper Cup and Robinson uh, heading that way at times during the game. In terms of defense versus the kicker here, so we're going to have Matt Gay for the LA Rams, uh, 9,000 and 3,800 respectively between the two, uh, 13th on FanDuel and 21st. Uh, ranked uh, highest price player on the sites. The Buffalo Bills are fourth in points allowed to the kicker position, uh, 5.29 there. And 
the LA Rams defense, 8,3600, good for 17th and 22nd. Also, fourth and points allowed to the def- uh, opposing team defense are the Buffalo Bills, 4.12. So, what are we going to do here? I'm not exactly sure that I'm on the defenses. Now, there's not really an advantage for the L.A. Rams against this Buffalo Bills offensive line. Now, it's not a terrific line, but it's still better than what it was last season. So I think they're going to be able to do some things here on the ground at least a little bit. Uh, they'll definitely be able to protect uh, Josh Allen, and they should be able to get the ball out. So I do like the Buffalo Bills offense here. Let me switch it around and go to the L.A. Rams offense versus defense. It's not terrible. The only guy that really has a sizable advantage is Von Miller, uh, who should be lining up uh, against the uh, Ryan Notebloom, the left tackle for the L.A. Rams. Um, but they should be okay for the most part. They can run the. They can keep the running back back there to kind of pass block uh, and kind of you know peel off at times so um let's take a look here now at the buffalo bills see what we got here so Diggs versus ramsey is really kind of the first thing i'm looking at i do like josh allen in this matchup um you know he has he has the legs to run so it's always viable and generally you would like to have him in the MVP spot here because he can, you know, throw his touchdowns and he can score on the ground um, with his legs. So he is a candidate for uh, the MVP spot. The only problem is is that if you're going to pay that much for a guy, you're going to have to find some real value, um, which is something that I'm going to try and do for you here on this pod. Um, So Josh Allen's in play. Um, As far as the wide receivers are concerned, I don't want to pay up for Stephon Diggs. I just don't. Not in this matchup. I think Ramsey's going to follow him a little bit more than everybody thinks um, to kind of cover him up. Now, Ramsey, uh, Gabriel Davis will see Ramsey from time to time. Ramsey does line up in the slot and kind of play that center field role. We talked about that last year. Um, but I do like Gabriel Davis a lot more against David Long. So I'm kind of more on Gabe Davis and even potentially as an MVP guy, you know, high upside. Um, even if Ramsey lines up against him, I guess my thought is this. I don't think Diggs can get behind Ramsey. I think Diggs can definitely get his catches and do, you know, probably get his catches, get tackled right away. I think Gabe Davis has more juice that if Ramsey decides to line up on him. It'd be kind of more like Jamar Chase, where Jamar Chase beat Ramsey um, in the Super Bowl, made him get all turned around and and uh, get the long touchdown. So Gabe Davis is definitely on my radar, not over Stephon Diggs. If you like Diggs, you like Diggs. <laughs> if you like, you don't like Diggs, you don't like Diggs. Um, I like Gabe Davis a lot more. Uh, if you're looking at a wide receiver option, I do have some love for Isaiah McKenzie. Um, just because you're getting more of a, a savings, especially over on DK. 
Um, I think I may like McKenzie a little bit more than Gabe Davis on DK just because you are saving almost $5,000 on there uh, versus 3000 on FanDuel. Um, I'd probably prefer to have Gabe Davis over there, but um, that's kind of what I'm looking at as far as the wide receivers. Gabe Davis, uh, Isaiah McKenzie, kind of play around with that. Um, we'll go to tight end first, and then and then we'll go to running back. Um, Dawson Knox is going to be kind of an enigma just based on the fact that he does have a really good rapport with Josh Allen, especially down in the um, red zone. So he, he does have the potential to score a touchdown. But I don't know if at his price he's going to be able to pay off, like, say, what a Gabe Davis can. Gabe Davis can get that long touchdown. He can even get it, you know, from the 20-yard line um, down in the red zone. So I'm probably going to pass on Dawson Knox. I don't hate him. I'm not exactly on top of him, though, um, as far as liking him. Now, defenses, defenses I think I'm going to skip, but you can make an argument for the Buffalo Bills defense. Uh, versus Stafford, we talked about the interception deal uh, late in the season. He's also, you know, they say he's great coming off elbow surgery, uh, which came out. So, I mean, I can see the Buffalo Bills defense, but I'm probably staying away from both defenses in this one. If you want to save a little bit of money and go with Tyler Bass um, and just hope that the Bills offense stalls, I think Bass is okay. Um I just don't, man. I think you could put Tyler Bass with Josh Allen to get your savings in there. If you wanted to try to get a Gabe Davis and Diggs, I think you can do that. Um, the only problem is that it just doesn't correlate all that well because, you know, if Bass is scoring points, then that means that Josh Allen's not scoring points. If Josh Allen's scoring points, that means that Tyler Bass is only probably getting what, uh, you know, uh, an extra going for an extra point. So it doesn't correlate very well. So if you're going to do the kicker, you're going to be doing it with one of the other guys, you know, wide receivers correlated with wide receivers, maybe the one of the running backs. Um, Devin Singletary would be the primary guy to get touchdowns in this matchup. Now, Rams are good against running backs, um, except when it comes to touchdowns running backs can get those touchdowns. Now, I want to see Zach Moss really kind of not play in this game because that would mean that James Cook is going to have more of an opportunity, especially in the passing game. He is a decent pass blocker, so they're going to use him probably more on third downs than Devin Singletary on the ground. Um, but, I mean, if you were making a seasonal decision, you'd probably go with Singletary before you'd go with Cook. So... For me, I'm probably going to skip Singletary knowing that Josh Allen can get that one um, touchdown on the run from the one-yard line right at the goal line. Um, and I'm probably going to go James Cook. But, I want like I said, I want to see that Zach Moss fall off. So I think you can make an argument that James Cook might be a good value even at, as a rookie. Um, could get that pass. And take it down the side, you know, coming out coming out around the end. So I do 
man. I do like James Cook. But, like I said, Zach Moss has got to be out. If Zach Moss is there, I'm probably more on Singletary, or I just leave it completely alone. Um, moving to the L.A. Rams side, Matt Stafford's definitely in play. Uh, defense is a little banged up, especially, you know, we talked about Tredavious White is out. Um, so that's going to make a big deal because you're going to have uh, Dane Jackson left all alone out there. Uh, Kier Elam is a rookie, so um, you're going to have you're going to have an open spot there. And like Cooper Cup is way better than any single secondary player that they have. So um, you can do Matt Stafford in a lineup. I think he's rather cheap. I don't know MVP. I don't know if I want to put Cooper Cup in an MVP too. I kind of want to try and find more of a value guy that can go in an MVP spot. Um, maybe we should take a look at the running backs here. Now, the two main guys would be Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. The only problem is, is, is one going to get injured? How's the workload going to be between the two? Are they going to fucking abandon it? Um, I think... In this case, because Cam Akers hasn't really looked all that great this preseason, I think Henderson is probably going to be the better guy, and you're just gonna, and because Cam Akers, I think is going to be higher owned too over Daryl Henderson, um, and you're going to get those, you're going to get that savings that can probably help you get, you know, more of the guys that uh, you'd want in the MVP or just in general um, have on your team, no matter what to score, you know just pure points. Um, Cooper Cup, enough said. I, I don't know if you can fade him. I don't think I'm going to put him in an MVP spot because I think if I'm going to do any, if I'm going to put any of the Rams wide receivers in that spot, in the MVP spot, I think it's got to be Allen Robinson, um, at least over on DK, right? So, you know, the price is one and a half, whatever whatever the pricing is. So it's less than 10000 uh, to put him in the DK spot. Allen Robinson, you wouldn't necessarily have to put in the MVP spot over on FanDuel because you don't increase the price whatsoever. So, But I do like Allen Robinson because he'll line up on either side, on the outside, and he's going to have uh, the advantage on both. Uh, Dane Jackson is just horrible. I think uh, Lance McCutcheon could actually um, score on him. Now, there has been some talk about Tyler Higby being involved uh, I think he had a catch prop. I think it was like three and a half receptions. So you'd probably be looking in the middle of the road. I don't think he's going to score a touchdown, but he could He could pay off in the long run as a cheaper option on both sites. I wouldn't put him in the MVP, of course. Um, but he can get the job done in there. That would probably be... You'd probably be deciding if you wanted to put Daryl Henderson, the running back, in there, or Tyler Higby. Um, if you're trying to use a cheaper uh, L.A. Rams option, I'm not going to do Matt Gay. I'm not going to do L.A. Rams defense. I think everything's going to be okay. Because if you're putting L.A. Rams defense in there, you're kind of hoping that Josh Allen is not playing in this game or gets hurt. Um, so I'm just really not into that. <laughs> per se um but let's uh real quick we are sitting at just under half an hour so let's get in through here real quick let's see what we can fit in here uh we'll put we'll put the two quarterbacks and cooper cup in there it's going to leave you 5500 
um, for the last two spots. Five spots to fill over on FanDuel, six to fill over on DK. Um, 5,500, that's not going to get you shit. Yeah, you're going to have to make a decision here. I think overall. Yeah, there's no way because the other guys would be 7,000. So you're going to have to decide, I think, on either Josh Allen or Matt Stafford if you want to have Cooper Cup in there. Um, remember, it's half point on FanDuel, so Cooper Cup does have to pay off, but it... Uh, I mean, if you took Stafford, if you took Stafford out, that brings you up to eighty-eight-three, which means that you could, you could, you could put James Cook in there at seven thousand, or Squirrel Neck if you wanted sixty-five hundred. So let's put James Cook in there, so that bumps us up to ninety-seven-five. Um, 97.5, could put a Daryl Henderson in there, or I wonder, where's McKenzie at? You could put McKenzie in there. Oh, you can't put Gabe Davis in there, though. Hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that. I kind of want three. James Cook. Eh. Uh, you could put Daryl Henderson on the other side, though, 9,000, and that would leave you 2,000 left. Yeah, so you could hope for a couple throwing touchdowns, one to James Cook, uh, one to, say, Isaiah McKenzie in there. That would be fine. I think that would be pretty good. That's that's with a Cooper Cup in there. I would just put Josh Allen at MVP. Um. I'm going to play around with it before long anyway. So um, so we're looking at the other side uh, for DK. So I said, let's take a look. Let's see what happens when you put Allen Robinson in that MVP slot. So that leaves you 81-4. Um, I said we could take a look at James Cook at 2,800. With catch passes, that brings you up to 94-75. Um, so we're going to need something else in here real fucking dirt fucking cheap here, right? So where is my McKenzie? Where's Isaiah McKenzie? There he is, 2,400. So two bottom of the basement, you know, bottom of the barrel uh, guys to put in there. That might, is that going to get us all three? 11,833 left. That puts us there. So Matt Stafford at 10.8. You could put Josh Allen at 12, and you could fit Cooper Cup. Um, so, yeah, you'd have, you'd have Allen Robinson at MVP, James Cook, Isaiah McKenzie, Matt Stafford, Josh Allen, Cooper Cup. So, I mean, they do all correlate with one another um, in there. That leaves you with $300 in salary. I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Don't hate it. You're gonna have to get a little different. Now I'm doing single entry, so um I can run that lineup out. I don't think there's gonna be a lot of guys on there, but it kinda is what it is. Play around with it. Um if you have any questions, I will be available uh later. 
before the game. Um, but I'm trying to get this podcast out so you guys can actually uh, uh, have some information. Uh, I believe probably Rob Garriak over on Daily Ambush is going to have showdown, I believe. Uh, that's usually his jam. So if anything, probably be both in the Discord yelling at each other. But uh, until I get the next one out, next podcast out, which is going to cover the main slate, I'll talk to you guys later. Good luck. Good luck.